you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks. And Zach Beck told this week on the podcast, um, we were kicking around ideas to talk about. And one idea that came up was, is, is a good one to think about. Um, we're about eight to nine weeks in, depending on how you're when. And I mean, you might even be listening to this a year after COVID. Um, but you know, one of the things that we kicked around was what does Sabbath look like in the midst of COVID? Um, not only us as pastors, but as, um, for, for others as well. And so Zach, um, how are you practicing Sabbath in the midst of um, this pandemic season we're in? Yeah, it's hard. Um, I'm a creature of routine and habit. And if COVID's done anything, it's thrown all of that on its head. And um, as, as we move, as the, as the world, as we move to meeting virtually uh, and through Zoom and other platforms, it has, it has caused a lot of extra time and work for everyone. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing has been the, the things that used to be emails are now Zoom meetings, and there is a lot, a lot of truth in that. And it, it was like al- almost overnight, we lost boundaries for people's time and energy and th- it, just because we can meet virtually now, right? Or we have to meet virtually now, so we have to do it. We have to get all the meetings in. Um, earlier this week, I had six zoom meetings in in one day and that was pretty pretty extreme um but they were there and um so to find find sabbath in the midst of that has been difficult for me because used to it was uh either friday or saturdays that was kind of flexible i protected that time and now i find myself doing doing work monday through saturday and sunday has now become my Sabbath day because I pre-record my sermons and have them ready to go uh, before Sunday. And uh, so it's been strange. It's been strange to find that that place of Sabbath and um, how we do that has to be more intentional now than I think it did before because of the digital connection that we have and are forcing because it almost seems necessary and in most cases, it's probably not. Um, but we have a hard time saying no to those meetings, to those gatherings, to those things, because, well, we feel like we need to be productive. We feel like maybe it's part of our job. We feel like uh, we have to keep up with the Joneses in this, right? And um, it's, it's slowly killing us because we're not able to find those moments of rest now because our, uh, at least for me, my routine has changed so much. Uh, and it's different that it's been hard to adjust to the rest and Sabbath part. Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> no, and I, podcast. And podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, for me, I really thrive well on rhythm. Um, and um, when we started, it's me they're weed eating today throwing me out of my rhythm because i usually don't do that until fridays it just goes to show you that everything's out of order um uh but you know for me the being out of rhythm it, it is like i mean i i can't i'm i'm struggling i mean i would love to tell you that things are going well but like 
even the sense of what has changed so much when we first started here, um, we agreed to keep the office open until the mail came and then I would leave. I mean, I didn't have any other staff here. I would, you know, take care of things, do whatever needed to get done. But then what happened is, is that the mail time started to shift, but you know, no one ever told us that it was going to be later. And so it'd be like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. So I would stay here till two or three o'clock in the afternoon because I didn't want it to come and, and potentially of, of checks or other things get lost in, um, as it gets dropped in the mail slot. And so <laughs> that threw me off. It was hard for me to get in a rhythm then. But the one rhythm I found was Sunday morning because we we live stream uh, most of our worships. Um, not everything. Uh, this week's not. We're pre-recording everything. But for the most part, everything is live streamed. And so Sunday, I was able to keep some form of a rhythm that I'm used to. Now, some of my things had to change. Like I had to get used to get some of the technology up and running. And, but, you know, that was very minimal. But now, like eight weeks in, you know, I have a great rhythm on Sunday. Like I come in same time I normally do. Um, I, I check things. I get things in order. And then I wait for everybody to show up. We do a sound check. And we're good to go. Um, the struggle is the rest of the week and trying to find time. So I've decided that Tuesdays is my Sabbath day of not doing anything church oriented. Um, and so I've been taking care of personal business. I've been, you know, doing yard work or doing other things that I want to do. And I did, I picked Tuesday because it was the most obscure day. Um, but it was also the, my least compact day in the midst of COVID. Um, every other day has something or something we need to do or something that, you know, that we do as a church um, in the midst of COVID. Um, but Tuesday was not. And so I could easily let that go and not come in, um, let another staff person come in and handle some of the other stuff that we need to handle during the day. So we have a large building. And so we need to, you know, we need to do those things. Um, and so that's, you know, keeping that rhythm is important and, and finding new rhythm. You know, well, now we're in a place where we've got to find new rhythm and, and that's what's hard because things are changing and shifting and, especially as things are opening back up, it's going to be a whole different rhythm. And that, I think that that's going to be keeping Sabbath and taking self-care is almost more important than getting back to a new normal. Yeah. And I think we're all longing for some sort of normalcy, right? Um, but I, I think if you're hoping it's going to go back to the way it was, I, I think you're going to be sorely disappointed or have a rude awakening, however you want to put that. Um, life is not going to go back to the pre-COVID world. And so when we think about finding our new rhythms and settling into this, when things do open back up and it sort of feels normal again, these rhythms are still not going to be like they were nine weeks ago. Uh, we're going to have to be able, like this, we're, we're shifting into this new rhythm, this new normal. And when things open back up, we're going to shift again. And how do we do that well uh, so that we don't just wear ourselves out? And I, I think that's going to be the most important thing as we look forward, especially thinking about Sabbath. That's how, how do we continually shift what we're doing in Sabbath or how we're doing Sabbath because the world around us is shifting rather than jamming our Sabbath into uh, <laughs> the square peg into the round hole. You know, how do we allow that to adjust and work for us? rather than being so frustrated and so tired that it's just not working the way we want it to work. And I think that teaches us a lot about what's, <laughs> what's going on now as we're trying to force things to work uh, and, and be like they were, and they're not going to be.
and we're I don't think we're ever going to go back to the way things were. Well, would you say that the struggle has been, is that one of the things that COVID has taught us is what's really important? Oh, 100%. I, I keep telling people we, and I think I've said it on this podcast, uh, if we just, we got a giant reset button or pause button to slow down for a minute, to reevaluate what is important. And I, I'm thankful it happened during the school year because one, it shows us how busy we had our kids and our families and our community people through various events and things going on all the time. And now that we can't do those things, have we missed them? If so, yeah, great, let's continue doing them. But if we haven't missed them, let's shift and move that energy into something we do enjoy and that we do love and that is productive for our families or our communities or whatever, and let the things that were slowly or quickly killing us go. Well, and that's where like, you know, there are some things I miss. Like I have to admit, like I miss soccer. Um, mostly because it provided a outlet for us to connect into the community that we weren't necessarily, it's not necessarily our church, like not mm -hmm. our church. I mean, as a pastor, right. your life is the church. And so everything you do tends to get sucked up in that. Right. And so when you have kids that have activities or you have an outlet, you know, whether, you know, if you go to a local art group or something like that, you know, like you connect yourself into the community. When those things go away, it's not like we have, you know, some of us in some situations, we don't have family in the towns that we live in, or mm -hmm. we don't have, um, you know, very rarely do we have those close friends that we can lean into that we could socially, you know, like mm -hmm. practice safe social distancing stuff with like that doesn't exist. And so like those things going away, you know, suck. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm in it, like not being able to see my soccer family, uh, my kid's soccer family has been a little rough because I miss, mm -hmm. I miss those conversations. I miss, um, miss those I miss those relationships that I have um, and it, you know yes I know we can there are ways that we can meet but it's not the same I mean it's mm -hmm. I mean so picture king of the hill <laughs> and uh, uh, you know we're the dads that are sitting there watching <laughs> from a distance and uh, granted no, none of us drinking beer usually it's just water but um, you know for the most part it's just hey how's it going now and, you know just like mm -hmm. that <laughs> but we still have that. I mean, and, and there's some safety, there's some healthiness right. in that. And I think it was self-care. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we're not practicing, you know, we've got to practice self-care better and be more vigilant mm -hmm. about it even more so now mm -hmm. because we can lapse pretty quickly with, with everything going on. And that's the thing, like, like you said, it caused you to evaluate your kids playing soccer and go, Oh no, we really need this. We're, we're doing this not because it's something we have to do, but it's something we want to do and it brings life to our family where I think a lot of the things that we do just in general, we're like, why are we doing this? Yeah. <laughs> why do we continually do this? It's stressing us out. We're tired. We're run ragged. And yet we continue banging our head against that wall every year, or every season or uh, however. And I, yeah, I hope for a lot, I myself included, hope for all of us, it causes us to go, Oh, Okay here's what we need to pick up on and here's what we need to let go of. And here's, here's where we move forward. Um, and, I, and I think that that's, that's key mm -hmm. to healthy living. Mm -hmm. And I hope and pray that, um, that people take that in consideration mm -hmm. and not just, um, cause we do have an opportunity. I think, I think you're right. We do have an opportunity 
to reorient our lives and why not reorient those towards living um, a healthy relationship with God, a healthy relationship with our neighbor um, and strive to do that. But also like, you know, no, when you, you know, when you're not feeling right, like take the time, like, and, and just have those indicators to be right. aware of those. And, and it's okay to say no. Like I, I think people need to hear that. Mm-hmm. It's okay to tell yourself, no, you don't have to do this. It's okay to, to pass on something that may be a great opportunity, but you know that you can't do it because you don't want to, you don't want to cause harm to yourself by overdoing yourself. And, and you don't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. If you're one, and, and I'm, I'm speaking to some pastor friends that are doing this. If you feel like you have to do something every day, then you need to reevaluate because you don't. Um, there is enough material out there that's even good. Just point people to it that they're, that they'll go choose to watch it regardless. And they're not watching you. I know that's hard to hear. I mean, I, no one, I mean, we, we joke about how many people listen to the podcast, but you know, this is for us to, to have conversation about things, um, and let people listen. And we want to encourage you to keep listening, but like, you know, our heads are not tied, you know, like our egos are not tied to our numbers, um, is, you know. Um, and, and, and don't be afraid of those things. Like we want to encourage you, like take time, pace yourself. Don't overdo yourself. Right. Well, and that's the thing you can't, you can't evaluate your, you can't evaluate these things that they're life giving or not. If you won't take a break, if you won't allow yourself to Sabbath and rest and look inwardly, uh, and realize how tired you are, uh, and how much you needed to break. If you won't take a break, um, yep. we just keep killing ourselves. Well, and that's my big fear. Um, and it's been my big fear. You know, I've talked about, I can't tell you how many times we've talked about this is that people are doing too much and we need to slow down and pump the brakes. And, and even that's been the conversation we've been having here as we're moving into summer programming, summer programming is going to adjust because it's not, um, well, it's going to be different because of COVID. And so we're having to adjust our summer programming and that's okay. But it also means like, um, our, my associate pastor and I were talking yesterday it's going to free us up to do some really fun things that we wouldn't get to do otherwise because we're, you know, we would have been at camp or, you know, um, other responsibilities and now we can make space for that. And so mm-hmm. also like, I want to encourage people in the church that are in leadership. It's okay to delegate. Um, and it's okay to let go and it's okay to encourage other people to come along with you on this journey. Mm-hmm. And, and have people help you be a part of this. And like Zach was saying, you know, this is a great opportunity for preachers to bring in other voices that you wouldn't normally get. Pre-recording things are, is, is, is not a bad way to do things. Um, and, you know, um, look for the Bearded Theologian sermon sometime soon in the near future. Um, I'm sure we'll do something together for our churches on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a good time to do other things that you wouldn't normally get to do. And so I would encourage you to, to do that. But, but, and then I'll let Zach say, speak. Take time for yourself. That's important more than anything else. Yeah. And that's just what we want to remind you on uh, this season of COVID and the season of different uh, busyness, of a different kind of busyness, of upturned rhythms and stress and anxiety about all things. Give yourself some space. Give yourself some time to rest and Sabbath and just be. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's one of the healthiest things we can do. So we encourage you to do, uh, to do Sabbath, to be a part of that and to let it refresh your mind, your heart and your soul. 
and I want to encourage people that if you're really feeling down in the dumps, uh, don't be afraid to um, seek professional help. And that's okay too. Um, we, you know, I think that that's important. Um, and it's just vital to your health. Um, if, Absolutely. You're, if you're feeling in that direction, please um, go seek professional help. Um, so with that in mind, I want to encourage you to check out our website at beardedtheologians.com and uh, check out all of our uh, post podcasts and you know, other things that we have up on our website. Uh, encourage you to um, share us and like us on uh, social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and also don't be afraid to pick up an item. Uh, Father's Day is coming up. And what a great time to get your dad something or a fatherly figure in your life would be a Bearded Theologian t-shirt. Um, we have those up on our website where you can click a direct link either to Zazzle and pick up a mug or um, you can go to our Teespring and pick up a really sweet Teespring shirt. And so, you know, what a great way to get your fatherly figure in your life, uh, some really good uh, Bearded Theologians merchandise. So for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.